Yeah, yeah, literally. But I think that's also important because everybody imagines their role in the work being some type of grand, like Mother mm -hmm. Teresa type of figure, and it's I'm like just, we just weird. And that's yeah. okay. Like, yeah. do what it is that feels pat that you are passionate about, where it's needed, and with yeah. good taste, right? It's not just about you, but like mm -hmm. identify the need that feels most closely to what it is that you're actually good at and can relate to. And then you know, yeah. nobody told you that you need to solve world hunger. Yeah. If you feel like, oh, it would be Every important. Every piece of the plane is important. Literally. If your wing is missing a nail or a screw. Yeah, it's look, it's gonna fall apart yeah, eventually. It's okay like, to be a little screw. And that's kinda how Come I, on now. Yeah. It's okay to yeah. be a little screw. Isn't yeah. that a bar? A rapper. Matt Muse, everybody. This has been shit talk subject. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. It's your girl Naira and this is Shit Talk. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shit Talks. Pop, 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 air horn, air horn, air horn. My name is Naira. I have the pleasure of being y'all host as always, but who the hell is this? I'm Matt Muse. Nice, Matt Muse. We're gonna be here with Matt Muse talking about community. We're gonna be talking about the love and happiness hair care drive, the long hair don't care show. You know, I got my hair done, my hair a little long this time. His hair is always long every time. It's not weave. Despite the hat, it's not a wig oh, under there. He asked me at the show too. That's crazy. Yeah. That's actually crazy. It's about the seventh time in my life somebody asked me. If but that's you know you're doing something right when somebody asks you if your hair is. It's the weave. most amazing. They, uh, it's a compliment. I what was it. that basketball player who um he got like like lock extension? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. He they think you Jimmy Butler. That's crazy. He thinks he's me. <laughs> Jimmy Butler thinks he's Matt Muse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've got Matt here. We're going to be talking about the Long Hair Don't Care show, the Love and Happiness Hair Care Drive. And we're also going to be talking about music, how the hell you even ended up curating an event so large and so bussing. Um, so we're going to get into it. But before that, who the hell even is Matt Muse? Like, what do you do? Uh, my name is Matt Muse. I'm a rapper from the South Side of Chicago. Period. And a creative director from mm -hmm. the South Side of Chicago. Um, I make music and I run an organization, Community effort effort mm -hmm. called love and happiness yeah yeah period that's me what is love and happiness love and happiness is a community initiative i started in 2019 um it was it's named after ep i put out the same year so i dropped the ep in august of 2019 and i started love and happiness in like october or november um and it's it started with a hair care drive which is a drive, holiday drive where I collected hair care, skin care, and personal hygiene products and donated them to charities in the city, south mm -hmm. and west side specifically. Um, and the goal of it is to promote community wellness through the love of our natural hair and our natural selves. Um, yeah. And now we're five years in, still doing the drive Ooh. and doing other events too. And, you know, one of our, our biggest event is the Long Hair Don't Care Show. Mm -hmm. Five years, that's old. Might as well open a... A retirement fund for the organization that's oh yeah. so what like how does a rapper even start doing stuff that's related to hair like what does those even have to do with each other I ask myself the same thing <laughs> <laughs> but I um so in 2015 I lost a bet I bet on the Super Bowl mm -hmm. and I lost a bet who was playing that year I don't know anything about ball sport but I'm curious to know who's the reason why you even <laughs> You even <laughs> Seahawks Patriots. That's what I thought. So Seahawks. It was the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl. So okay. you can blame Russell Wilson and Boo. Pete Carroll. Boo. I mean, no, yay because oh yay. Yeah, you can blame Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll for the existence of eleven happiness. Oh, period. There's a direct correlation because they chose to throw the ball on the goal line instead of running it, and That's that crazy. caused the Patriots to win. Sports people will understand that. That's crazy um, though. So then, what what did that so lead to? The bet I had a bet with a friend that if I was growing my hair at the time, I had a bet with a friend that if the Patriots won that I would 
get a haircut. Um, I ended up getting a haircut, and it was really bad. Mm. Um, I went to a new barber, and it was an awful haircut. And you know, like, Who knows? those, like, moments after you get a bad haircut are, like, you. it's like you're panicking because you're like, yo, what am I going <laughs> to do? I got to go out into the world yeah, like this. Yeah, but it's like hair grows back. But at the yeah. time, I was just like, yo, like, I'm never, ever cutting my <laughs> hair again. That's crazy. Like, I literally was like, I will never cut my hair again. That's crazy. Um, and I have not cut the top of my hair since Yeah, a little haircut. undercut, but still. Yeah, I still got, I got the fade. Yeah. Um, but... I haven't cut none of this since I lost that bet. Um, so that was how I started growing it. Mm. And so you go maybe, well, we four, three, four years in, mm. my hair is super long. I'm wearing like this nappy fro, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, loving the nappy fro. And then I'm like, oh, like nappy has like this interesting correlation. You know, I'm a dark skinned man, you know, with nappy hair. And like, I, 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 I see the way people look at me and like the way people approach me um, or like act when I come around and I was like oh like y'all niggas be treating me like I'm a I'm fuck I'm gonna do to you like right, you know what like, I'm saying I'm or like I'm not like I just could tell the way that I was being acted in the being treated in rooms and I was like yo like I wanna I'm gonna talk about this in the raps and so I made an album called Nappy Talk that was about like me standing on my nappy hair Reclaiming you know what I'm saying yeah, like, yeah. nappy is great, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But also, like, taking nappy and being like, nah, like, I'm a very unconventional, intelligent person. Like, mm -hmm. I think unconventionally, like, intelligent is exactly the way to describe me. Like, I don't really believe in social norms. I don't really, like... And, like, the older I get and the more cool things I do, the more I'm able to, like, really be myself in rooms. And it's so fucking cool. Um, yeah. But, like, that that project was, like, the first iteration um, of that. And um, so, yeah, nappy talk. Mm -hmm. Then... So that, like I said, project talking about being confident and loving myself, mm -hmm. like talking my shit through the growth of my natural hair. Then I made Love and Happiness as like mm -hmm. a part two to it. And it, that project wasn't really about the hair, the hair thing. It was about different love. types of love. Mm -hmm. um, so each song in the project was about a different type of love. And then like the Greek word for that love was next to the song title. Um, and really happy with that project. You know, it was really cool. But all of that is a result of me starting to grow my hair. And then... Mm -hmm. I was raised, you know, in the church, and my mother, my grandmother and my mother, both servant leaders, you know what I'm saying? Um, I remember multiple times, like, you know, going out and giving out food to the homeless with my grandma, and, like, she would just do it to do it. Like, she wasn't, she wasn't like, a, oh, I did this, now, like, clap, snap yeah. for me, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because I did it. Um, and so I think it was very natural for me to be like, yo, like, anything I do has to have some level of like gift back mm -hmm. in it and so i was like man what if i make a thing like toy drives are really cool what if i did a drive but it was like in line with this music i've been making and this like all these articles being written and shit like mm -hmm. hair care drive and that shit just sounded so cool to me hair care you know what i'm saying <laughs> like uh i care you care yeah. hair, hair care, care yeah. right <laughs> it was like definitely one of the moments where i was like that's a bar let's mm -hmm. do it and mm -hmm. that's the the origin so that's why without Without Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, there would be no love. There, and would, there would probably be no love and happiness. Shout out to them. That's actually crazy to think to about. think about. They need to sponsor it. I've never it. ever put that together. So I want to ask, um, like, I know you told me why hair care, right? But I know that, like, as time, I'm assuming that as time has gone on, 
Um, first of all, full disclaimer, right? Like I helped co-direct uh, this drive. I, you know, I popped up to help out with the drive and was like, oh, this is really cool, you know? And I'm <laughs> good, you know what I'm saying? Um, but popped up to help, you know, as most people do, right? Like to see an initiative and be like, oh, like what's that about? Or I want to help with that. And so um, believing and being in line with that mission and taking on more capacity as time went on. But I want to ask like, you know, thinking about that idea of like evolution, right? And how the drive has grown. Um, what are the reasons why like natural hair care or just hair care products or self-care products are such like an important thing to be able to collect, right? Like we know that coat drives are important because people are cold. We know toy drives, you know, stuff like that. But like, why, why do we give a fuck about self-care? You know, us people who sit in the position of privilege, we have the opportunity to like curate our appearance in a way that feels suitable and best for us. And then in turn, we get things based on that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like jobs. Um, it's giving these folks, especially the specific organizations we've donated to, I think about like, so one of them being a youth homeless shelter, the other one being a halfway house, folks who just got out of prison. These people are trying to get back into like society or trying to get jobs. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Trying to even get homes. Like if you've ever gone, you know what I'm saying? Like if you've ever tried to apply for like an expensive apartment, like expensive or like anything where it's like, oh, I got to go like independently own maybe mm -hmm. landlord, independent landlords have full decision over whether or not they choose to give you the apartment you're looking for or not. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever had that experience where you walking up to the place with them and you know, as soon as you get, oh, I'm not getting this apartment. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like just off the vibes. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, because of my government name, I think people like be like, oh, and then they'd be like, oh, oh. you know what I'm saying? Like as soon as they see me. Right. Um, and so I think if you've had that experience, you know how those moments, how critical those moments are when you're like, hey, like, even if this system sucks, like, I have to do what's best to, to get myself together to get the thing I'm going after, mm -hmm. mainly jobs, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and I think that it gives people the opportunity to do that. Like, oh, like, in growing my natural hair, I was just growing the shit. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all the amazing black women who, in my life, who were like, hey, nigga, like, you can't just, like, we know you nappy, but you can't just be growing your hair like that. Yeah. Like, you're going to destroy your hair yeah. if you don't start taking care of it better. Mm -hmm. So, like, put these products in it. Mm -hmm. Maybe start wearing two-strand twists. If mm -hmm. you don't want to, like, get up and comb your hair out every day, just wear the twist. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that's all the result of a black woman being like, hey, this is what you should oop, do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I think that, in turn, I'm paying that forward and throwing that oop to someone who might not know those things about the hair, you know, mm. and then I think this, you know, the thing that I've been really on this year is like the personal hygiene product shit is just self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. Like, motherfuckers need toothbrushes. Yeah. Like, you know, and what you I'm deserve saying? to like, brush your teeth. Yeah, you, you should be able to, to brush your teeth. Take a you shower. Should be like, take a shower. That's good. Shave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm really like I'm, I love the hair care piece. Don't get me wrong, but I think the thing that has changed over time is like the world moves so fast. I think those products are much more affordable mm -hmm. than they were when, when I first started it. Mm -hmm. And the knowledge is just much more vast. Like, mm -hmm. you can probably get on TikTok and learn how to take care of your hair in, in, oh my goodness. in, three, in three minutes. What? Whereas when this first, when I first started this, it wasn't really like that. When I first went natural, it wasn't no yeah. YouTube teaching me nothing. Exactly. And so I think there's a, a both end of it. Like, that's the reason why the hair care stuff is important. But now it's like, also, let's get these people the basic necessities mm -hmm. of being able to wake up and feel good. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think feeling good is important because when you feel good, I think you do good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, the better you feel, the better you look. And when I say the better you look, I'm talking about how you look to yourself when you yeah. look in the mirror. The better you look, 
I think the better prepared you are for whatever day you got ahead of you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's... That's very real. Yeah. yeah, it changes the quality of life, which I think is a, yeah. a quality of life is so important. Exactly, and it's an aspect that people who are having, you know, housing insecurity, people who are formerly or currently incarcerated, are constantly robbed of is this idea of having a better quality of life. It's like survival is important and is paramount, but like is not the only thing, right? And yeah. survival is also affected by quality of life. It's the same way, like we talk about like recreation, right? Like niggas don't have nothing to eat. What do they need a basketball court for? Why can't we have both of those things? Why can't people get something to eat Why and also I recreation? Burn the calories. Exactly. After I exactly. After I eat the food, why don't I deserve? Doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I need a jacket, but I also need some face wash. Like that actually works for me. I need options for face wash and not just the bar. So you know what I'm saying? Like that type of thing. It's not like, but 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 it's like yes and you know to like the needs that people have right. Um, I think it brings the humanity back to a lot of the communities that are served by the drive and drives like that in general. Um, is that like like you said, the same way you're a person and you want or you need these things is like, so are those other people as well. How did community affect the, not only the way the show looks and the way the show is curated, but also like literally the creation and the success of the show that we now know? I mean, yeah, community is everything. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that Wealth, wealth and friends is like a real thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I, so much of my professional life is, features me asking people for help and then being like, I got you, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so community is the, the backbone to everything especially the Long Hair Don't Care show, like you said. When I walk in the room at the Long Hair Don't Care show, what do I, I see? Like, what am I yeah. looking at? So I think atmosphere, number one, is the biggest aspect of our event. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to curate a vibe. I'm trying to curate an atmosphere Period. that feels like love and happiness. You know what I'm saying? Emphasis on the love. Mm -hmm. And so I think the first thing you feel when you walk into the space, and I think Talia Hall is the perfect space for it. Talia Hall has this like, very brown, like calm brown energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's exactly. black woman. Like a fireplace. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's what Holly Hall that feels like to me. Yeah, or a black woman. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, for sure. Both end. <laughs> a black woman by a fireplace. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and so it feels like that. So I think as soon as you walk in, there's just like this calm that comes upon you. And then when you enter the space, we have vendors on the floor. And I think mm -hmm. the vendor part is one of my favorite aspects of the show. You interact with vendors whose work or business resonates with the work that we do mm -hmm. at Love and Happiness. Um, thanks to Lululemon for being a sponsor the last two years. Um, in the last two years, they've had Chicago Tribe breakdancing crew. Um, and they, on the floor, breakdancing. Going crazy. Going crazy. Going crazy. You know crazy. what I'm saying? Like, uh, this year, apparently, the crowd was just like turned when they were out there, yeah. too, which I'm like super happy to hear. Um, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a hip hop head, so. All aspects of hip hop are important to me. That's you know breaking, DJing. Don't don't really do graffiti, but like, and we can't do graffiti in Talia Hall. But like, we got Unless at least you get caught. I mean, if you don't right. get caught, then we got at least three <laughs> of the aspects of hip hop in there with the MC and mm -hmm. the the breaking um, and the DJing. Um, and so you walk in, and that's happening. And then you have an amazing host. Um, oh my gosh, who? I can't. I don't know. You guys, you guys have any idea who the host might be? She hosts, um, you know, I, I think she's really talented. Shit talks too. Really? Oh, she hosts shit talks? Yeah. Wow. 
I think she does really cool things on TikTok. She's also thick. She might also be, is she thick? She's thick. (laughs) I can't confirm or... (laughs) (laughs) I can't confirm or deny these claims. (laughs) Right. Host Naira. Thank um, you. She's your host of the Mom Head of Cash. She's hosted all three that have been at bigger venues. Um... Um, but yeah, this year our headliner was Raven Lene, Joseph Williams performed, I performed, Jay Bambi performed, DJ Cash Era DJ DJ Cash Era has DJed all of them um, at the venues as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get a phenomenal music show. And what I realized this year is you get a crowd of people who really love being there. And I think everybody involved with it, the musicians, the hosts, our DJ, mm-hmm. our volunteers, our vendors, and our venue curate a vibe that's just yeah you got to be there or you tweet quite literally and i'll be trying to tell people like if you don't you're gonna you're gonna have you fomo you're either ball head and if you're ball head by choice or whatever the case is then you booty snack like you, literally that, yeah that is, that is the the mantra i guess yeah <laughs> it is our slogan <laughs> yeah, i mean it's, it's like slogan. put it right here. No, I'm like, <laughs> um that's beautiful so then that makes me wonder right because you know you mentioned at the beginning you talked about the many different hats you wear, right, as an artist. Um, and I think that sometimes, I think that happens, especially when it comes to any form of organizing or community work, is that then that becomes a box that people put you in. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as people saw me hold a megaphone, they were like, we don't give a flying gosh darn what you do outside of this. You're an activist, you're an activist right? Or you're this dude that runs his drive, right? But like, on the flip side of that, I'm wondering what um, curating the love and happiness hair care drive, curating the long hair, don't care show, what has that taught you about your own journey as an individual musician or artist? I think to have the space to be like, okay, like this is what Matt Muse curation looks like. This is what Matt Muse taste looks like. You know what I'm saying? This is what um, Matt Muse's ability to get to acquire sponsors, you know what I'm saying? Um, and to bring people out. And then on top of that, when you have somebody working with you like yourself, there's that in there as well. When you have our volunteers who this year, you know, had did a little bit more of the work, you know what I'm saying, than they have done previously. Now it's like this team of people who I'm grateful to be in community with all working together to bring this thing to life. Um, and I think for me, it just is like, it's showing my creative side outside of just the raps. I am very uncomfortable with like, I'm very uncomfortable with flexing good deeds. Matt Muse, the philanthropist. Yeah, like, like I, and it's always my entire life, when other people did it, it made me so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, when the social media started, and, like, people would, like, Record. post. Record. They're yeah, like, like, here you I go. I did this thing sandwich. today. Like, yeah, yeah like, like I, I really, really, it makes me severely uncomfortable. I'm not judging anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm saying what I feel. Yeah. I've always been, like, you know, icks. Mm-hmm. My, one of my biggest icks is, like, people flexing their good deeds. Mm-hmm. Um... Because it makes it about you mm-hmm. when it's supposed to be about helping someone. Yeah. Like, don't ever take a picture of yourself giving somebody a sandwich it's, or a dollar. It's literally crazy. It's really gross. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're also dehumanizing that person mm-hmm. and putting them on blast. Like, mm-hmm. think through all that shit. Yeah. But you also have to think about it like... But you get up and... That can... No, that, that can also be applied to... A lot of them. A lot of amplification of good deeds. Like, mm-hmm. just because it's an individual person on TikTok like this doesn't mean that's not the same thing as, like, my shit being in an article. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of feels the same, mm-hmm. you know? And so, at, but I understand that there's more to it than that. Like, me mm-hmm. me doing an interview automatically gets people to donate to the drive. And mm-hmm. I understand that that's, and that's the mindset I'm approaching it with. And I think that's the mindset a lot of people working in nonprofit spaces are approaching it with. I know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 
Um, and you would hope that the leaders of nonprofits are thinking of it like that. Like mm -hmm. we're amplifying this so that more people can can know about it and, and contribute to it. Mm -hmm. But for me, because I have that ick, it's like, okay, I'm able to put the att attention on something that I think it's okay to ask for attention for, which mm -hmm. is making this raw ass show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then at the show, we can be like, please donate. Yeah. There's also that, like, I relate to that because I feel like when I start, like, I made some videos on social media where I was, like, ranting about social justice related things. Mm -hmm. And when they started, like, you know, picking up, like, speed and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not going to make more of these because I don't want to be viral or, like, mm -hmm. famous on the internet for being, for, like, a celebrity yeah. activist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, you know, people having more eyes on the work that I'm doing creates more mutual aid money, creates whatever the case is. Yeah. But the, the flip side of that is that, like, you, the news only showing up to my protest to be like, let's get an interview and then leaving. And like, Instead now we're, ex exactly, like yes. It's like, yeah. no, you're just like, here's this person who's a figurehead. So I totally understand that and I appreciate yeah. you for calling that out. Um, and like, like, I just want to say, like, yeah. I like denounce, like, I don't let anyone call me an activist. I don't mm -hmm. let anybody call me a community anything. Like, exactly. I don't, uh, yeah. A community, don't call me a community nothing. nothing. None of that. Don't community nothing. Because, because to me, it's like shitting on the people who are actually those things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't do none of the shit that my activist friends and community organizers, I don't. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to flex like and I that's do. that's okay. I came up with this cool thing, mm -hmm. and I care about this cool thing that I think is really important, but it's not fully a necessity. Mm -hmm. And it exists in its own little box that is not either of those two things, because we're not trying to false flag or like you know, step on the toes of people who are really out here committing their lives day in and day out to actual, like, tangible change. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just giving products to the people who need that change. Yeah, yeah, literally. But I think that's also important because everybody imagines their role in the work being some type of grand, like, Mother mm -hmm. Teresa type of figure. And it's I'm like, just, we just shut And that's yeah. okay. Like, yeah. do what it is that feels pat that you are passionate about, where it's needed, and with yeah. good taste, right? It's not just about you. But, like, mm -hmm. identify the need that feels most closely to what it is that you're actually good at and can relate to. And then, you know, yeah. nobody told you that you need to solve world hunger. Yeah. If you feel like, oh, it would be important. Every, every piece of the plane is important. Literally. If your wing is missing the nail... Or screw. Yeah, it's look, it's gonna fall apart yeah, eventually. It's okay like, to be a little screw. And that's kind of how. Come I, on now. Yeah. It's okay to yeah. be a little screw. Isn't yeah. that a bar? A rapper, Matt Muse, everybody. This has been shit talk. Subject. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to you, Jim. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but that's very real. I think it's a very important because I think we talk about a lot of really huge subjects right here mm -hmm. on shit talks. But, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and like. I think that the idea of contributing to the community can sometimes be daunting for folks. And I feel like we've said this before, but just like, you know what I'm saying? Play the field from where your little spot is at. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whatever leg of the relay you are, hold that down. And if you're the water boy, be the water boy. Be the water Start boy. Start a shit at be that water. Be the best water boy Be you the can best be. damn water boy anybody's ever seen. Um, another aspect of the Love and Avenue's hair care drive is the artist aspect. Please talk to us about where those boxes come from and why it's important for those boxes to be designed by who they are designed by. Please and thank you. The boxes you. come from you all. <laughs> but we put them together and then we put gold wrapping paper from Michael's. Yes. Shout out to please, uh, Michael's. Please. Michael's. Where's Michael at? Right. Bring please, Michael, Michael here. Can you please give us free wrapping paper next year? <laughs> and then we have local artists every year who put box designs on the face of the box that, you know, if I, I say, hey, create something that looks like love and happiness. When you hear the phrase, just paint, draw, color whatever that says to you. Mm -hmm. And these artists volunteer their work. Um, speaking of that, we need to get these boxes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this year, when I tell you they snapped. They like, literally the snapped. Last, I mean, every year they've done some amazing work, mm -hmm. you know. 
Um, but yeah, so we have local artists uh, create those designs on the face of the boxes, um, and they donate a free piece of art to our drive, and then mm. those pieces of art live in our donation locations throughout the duration of um, the drive, and they function as both a piece of art and a collection box. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, I feel like that like aspect also of the community effort. It's like in several different ways, it's right? It's in yeah. it is it is community because one they're donating their stuff and the artists like you know we have a lot of artists that, that have done it multiple years in a row that are like yeah. when is you know what I'm saying when am I gonna get my box like yeah exactly like I would love to thank you yeah and it's beautiful to see that it's not right. like you know because don't nobody want to ask nobody to do anything for free like we understand that like art costs money and time and like effort and labor but it's like a manifestation of that continued community effort, even the drop-off locations being a manifestation of that continued community effort. Um, I wanted to ask, like, outside of this work, um, how are you, like, continuing to focus on what it is that you're doing as an artist? Um, how are you not only taking time to care for yourself, but also, like, staying focused on the craft, the arts, the musics, the musics? <laughs> <laughs> not for everybody. <laughs> Um, um, I'm in a season of, I don't know how to say it. You could probably feel it. I have a chip on my shoulder. Mm. Um, and I'm in a season of listening to that chip instead of ignoring it or, or feeling like oh. it's like a negative thing. You know what I'm saying? I have, I like as an artist or as anything that is difficult or requires competition, I recently rediscovered like the idea of like edge and like purpose mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um and i started rapping with a purpose i started rapping with an edge you know what i'm saying and i think when things don't always go your way you might be like huh well why am i even why you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i think i started to listen to the why am i even though it's over here the chip is over here i started listening over here a little bit you know more and i was like nigga what like mm -hmm. no like I don't, I don't doubt myself. Like, you know, like, you know me. Like, yeah. I, I love myself. I really do. Like, I think I'm great. You know what I'm saying? And I love, I make music that I like. You mm -hmm. feel me? And so I'm always think the music that I'm making is beautiful and I'm always enjoy it, you know? And so the edge though is like, and the chip is like, hey, I feel a little unappreciated as an artist. I feel a little overlooked, overseen, um, underloved, undervalued. Mm -hmm. You know, at the listening party, I talked about it, like, and I'm going to keep saying it. And there was a time I was nervous to say it. I think oh, the listening, I had a listening party for my new EP, mm -hmm. So Far So Decent, um, a few months ago. Um, and at the listening party, I talked about Love and Happiness, the EP. Mm -hmm. And I, for the first time ever, publicly expressed what I feel about that, which is that I think it's one of the, the best projects ever to come out of this city. Mm -hmm. And I am sad that it is not acknowledged as such. Very clear-cut way to say it. Um, but I think I'm using that as motivation to be like, okay, if you are capable of doing that once, you can do it twice, you can do it thrice, you can do it four times, you know what I'm saying? And then eventually, they're going to catch on, you know what I'm saying? So right now, time to lock in. The show done, time to get in the studio. Uh, I'm trying to, I performed a new song at the, the show. We're trying to get that song done to drop at the beginning of the year, maybe January or February, and then I want to just drop, drop, drop singles all year, um, and then hopefully get to the album toward the end of the year. So right now I'm just really focused on remembering my purpose and then letting the chip on my shoulder drive me to be the best artist I can be in the studio to make the best music that I can make 
and to be like, nah, y'all tweaking. And so I'm going to show y'all, y'all should stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's very real. That makes me think about the way that you originally even talked about, like, the show, right? Like, being like, can I even do this? Or, like, you know, is this possible? I want to do this thing. I feel passionate about this thing. I am interested in this thing. But, like, what, are the, what is the probability of this happening or being successful? Or other people believing it, in it as much as I can? And similarly, as a parallel, I feel like, especially in a city where music is so saturated, like Chicago, a lot of people may feel that way, and even yourself feeling that way about their own music. So. Imagine you're talking to your past self or your current self, except it's them. Like, what is your advice to folks when it comes to um, making your passions and what it is that you want to create paramount in comparison to, like, reality or being realistic? Yeah, I'm going to answer. I'm going to say this. I love that question. I love what you just said because recently I've been thinking about, like, I want to be, like, a barrier breaker. Like, Mm -hmm. I want... I want people to look at me and be like, okay, he ignored or like defied like conventional whatever mm-hmm. to make a to make a means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it's super important to me to have the opportunity to do that, and then for up and coming artists to feel loved and cared for by the artists who came before them. And so I'm also trying to like just embrace any artist, any artist. I don't care how old you are. You know what I'm saying? Any artist in my reach to be like, just do the shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and so if I was giving advice to to younger muse um, or any <laughs> other artists out there, I honestly say it's going to sound so cliche, but like really you just have to do the shit that you want to do. Like it is so important to attempt um, all the things that you want to do you know or that come to mind like i love that your blessing or your energy made me want to do the long hair don't care show but the flip type slide to that is that i told somebody the other day i know for a fact had we not had that conversation i wouldn't have done it and so when i look in hindsight i'm just like that's so silly because this is one of the coolest things you've ever done you know what i'm saying and so to even know to know that about myself shows you like that cloud of like or that weight of like not feeling supported or like mm-hmm. pulled in by people you know or like by the, the things here in the city you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that could have made me be like oh you're talented and you're dope like you can do anything Matt you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and and I want every artist to feel like they can do anything because no one's stopping you you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying any barrier can be overcome don't douse an idea before you even attempt it Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Refine it. Grow it. Period. What what, t- what, what project just dropped? I feel like the most important thing is what the hell is going on with Mr. Muse yeah. right now. I just released an EP called So Far So Decent mm-hmm. um, in September. Uh, it's on all the platforms. It's only five songs long, 12 minutes. You know, quick, easy listen. Too on short. the way home from somewhere. <laughs> Too short. <laughs> you gotta leave them wanting more. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, go stream So Far So Decent. Um, it's my proudest project to date. I love it. Um, it's exactly how I want to be talking and rapping to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go hear that, you're hearing me. So go check that out. Period. Yeah. I'm Matt Muse. You can find me at Matt Muse 12 on all the platforms. I, I think all of my social media handles are the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my music is on every platform. So just type in Matt, M-A-T-T space M-U-S-E Muse and you'll have me right there. Yeah. And how can people support the 
hair care drive effort and the show that will be next year because you missed it but it's all right you got another chance missed it um follow love and happiness love and spelled a-n-d happiness <laughs> spelled like happy um not with i with a y n-a-p-p-y-n-e-s-s all of the information for what we do will be right there on that page um and we're we're you know i'm, I'm doing some some politicking and plotting and thinking on what our next year will look like and so my hope is to be able to, because we did a few events this year that were not tied to the hair care drive of the show, and they were very successful. They were. Um, yes. And so the goal this year is to consistently do more events leading up into, and they were free too, uh, leading up to the show so you can be in community with us prior to and then come celebrate a good year with us next year, December of 2024. Period. Yeah. My last, very last question for you is, what is your word for yourself going into this next year? Focus. Mm. And I think that in the day and age that we're in, we distracted a lot. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I hate to sound like an old nigga. But, but you like, do. It's a fact. Like, it's very real. It's a fact. Like, and, and I'm even realizing it, you know, how much more distracted I am than I've ever been in my life. Come and on. real life shit be going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then also your passions and your arts and things like that be going on too. All of those things require focus. The people you love require focus, you know what I'm saying? Your pet requires focus, you know? And so I just wish and pray for focus for myself on all aspects of my life, from the important personal life things to the simplest thing like getting up and doing a performance, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I just want to be able to focus enough so that everything feels like I gave it my best effort and all of my attention. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, baby. You changed my life. No, <laughs> Let me stop. But that was beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm wishing focus upon everybody else who's watching this as well. Um, this is another episode of Shit Talks. Once again with Matt Musathin. Thank you so I much, love, Matt Muse. I love talking my shit. So yes, he's you a professional yeah, shit talker yeah, right I here. Am, you might be yeah. a next host. No, he's not. <laughs> and don't take my job. Whenever you, whenever you out of town. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Once again, my name is Naira. Peace.